Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford Issues powered by Middle Tennessee Electric. Looking to go solar? MTE's Pro Solar Program is committed to educating members on the process and helping them achieve their renewable energy goals. Learn more at ProSolar. Uh, at mte.com slash prosolar. We're talking Rutherford County Schools today, and School Board Chair Tammy Sharp joins us. And uh, let's see, if I recall correct, you were here last month and this month? I was here April 6th. Yeah, yeah. That's so fun. a lot's happened since then. A lot. A lot. <laughs> In in less than a month, actually. In less than a month. So uh, a lot of things to talk about here with you this morning. And I, I guess the biggest thing that happened this month is uh, approval on new additions to Oakland, Riverdale, and Smyrna High Schools. That is correct. About $160 million. Wow. And so it's about $20 million over what the previous county commissioners had promised us mm-hmm. in uh, August of last year. But obviously a need. I was Mike Sparks was on this morning and was was talking about uh, you know the next school we build, just a full school could be 150 to 160 million. And so, you're, well, you're, with, I, I'm not sure where he's getting that information yeah. from, uh, but I do know that we are looking at about 70 million dollars for um, a school at the Beatty property once we finalize 70 that. so for an elementary 70. and you know that's one of the things just like uh, i think that was a high school he was talking about it, which, it could be yeah. but um you know we trade lead did a really good job estimating for our county commissioners mm-hmm. so they could go to the bond market when we ended up not going but i mean he was only 20 million dollars off and that's inflation and everything else that has gone sure. into the you know new year i guess my whole point about that is for the amount it would cost to maybe build a new high school we're adding to three high schools in areas where obviously there's so much growth that we need that extra classroom space and the safety factor is really big especially at Riverdale and Oakland absolutely because it will um, in Smyrna it will get all the kids out of the portables and um, I mean across the district we have about 150 portables so it's somewhere close to 4,000 students that are not behind brick and mortar so um, anyway you look at that weather wise or anything else it's not optimal Mm -hmm. for sure well uh, since your time on the school board, I bet you haven't gotten that number any lower because by the time you uh, build a school, you still have to put those portables somewhere else, it seems. They are redeployed. <laughs> if they're yeah. still in good shape, they are redeployed. And, you know, we don't want to be in the portable business. They're very expensive. They're about $125,000 a piece. So once they use them and then if they redeploy them somewhere else, you know, the wear and tear on them, they don't last that long. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of money that's going to go away well if you add all of those up at 125,000 a piece that's that's quite a bit of money in portables isn't we just it? bought 10 i believe it was 10 um and it was over a million dollars oh wow so um the the rutherford county commission obviously had to approve um what you all have been working on as a board and as a school system for a long time so i know that that's that's a big relief to get that past the commission it is and we're so thankful that we're we're building relationships and working things out uh for the benefit of the children and our taxpayers because that's always a consideration as well uh but once we 
get behind the the annexes and um some other building we'll go back and revamp our five-year program because we did a salary excuse me we did have a salary study but besides that we had an enrollment study that is predicting that we're going to be having um 7,000 more students between now and 2026 so you know in the next three years yes in the next three years so with us you know with 51 schools and basically half of them are at our over capacity we you know we've got kids in closets now so um you know we we have uh, a lot of building still to do I, I just want to make sure I reiterate what what you said because it's it's really astounding. In the next three years, by twenty twenty six, we're going to add seven thousand students to the county school system. That's what the agency said that did the enrollment analysis, and they'll be they'll be coming up uh, for rezoning next. I believe they're going to be on the agenda next month to speak. Uh, because we asked them to do a, a zoning analysis as well to help us to zone, rezone in the areas that need to be rezoned. Uh, but th- th- they just keep coming. Traditionally, from May of every year when school is out to August, we receive somewhere around 1,000 to 1,300 students coming from wherever. Uh, this last year, they continued to come because east coast or west coast really think we don't go to school until after labor day but we didn't see that drop off this year and especially on the north end at stewart's creek elementary they were they're still seeing students come almost on a daily basis sometimes two a day and they're coming from davidson county because the property taxes there are higher and they want they want out of that and their prices are higher so they can sell and come here and get a relatively maybe a bigger house and uh, of course a better school system do you ever feel like you're swimming upstream in all of this? You know, you, you get additions approved to the high schools, but then you find out, you know, we've got 7,000 kids coming into the system in the next three years. It's like you, you can't get ahead almost, we really. Can't, and the growth isn't paying for itself, and yeah. that was one of the reasons that we did hire um, a lobbyist to see if we could get the facilities use tax or fee um for the county because we you know, right now we're getting about fifteen hundred dollars for a single home and about seven fifty for an apartment and it just isn't paying for the schools it's not paying for the infrastructure yeah and uh, unfortunately that's one of those things that taxpayers are going to see change but that's that's discussion for another day and not in your department i guess at this point well so. <laughs> we we've got until june we're getting our budget budget ready yeah. and and um you know we're hopeful we're seeing some really good signs i think people are going to be uh, happy Tammy Sharp is joining us today, Rutherford County School Board Chair. Um, another thing that I wanted to to bring up with you, I'm sure that you have answered questions until you're blue in the face about charter schools, but uh, kind of update us on what happened at the recent meeting. Not really, but we did have another application from uh, ACE, American Classic Education, Rutherford County, and they were approved. So next August of 24, they will open a school. They are looking at property right now. Uh, I'm hoping it's going to be on the north end because that's where we're more densely populated. And we need another elementary school up there because uh, Stewart's Creek is 136% capacity. So it would be great if we could get it up there. I'm not sure what it's going to be, but it is a different curriculum. It is a public school. It is a free public school. Anybody who wants to attend that school can attend that school. There are no means testing like our... Um, central magnet because you have to test into that school so anybody can go to that school um, they do uh, have money set aside for busing it's it's not for everybody but it's a choice school and they're going to once they're built out they'll probably take about 1500 of our students 
What, what is the biggest concern uh, about charter schools with people, uh, constituents, when they talk to you about that? And, and uh, I'm sure you have a, a good answer for them to maybe understand it a little bit more. But what do you see as the top thing people are concerned about with charter schools? Well, some of it is the curriculum. I mean, they do have a different curriculum, and that's one of the good things because they can offer a different curriculum, just like Springs that was approved last year. They're more of a Montessori, and it's not for, it's not for everybody. But because they come into the area, they're the ones that are paying for the brick and mortar and the property. So the taxpayers don't have to pay for that. They get funded from the state for per child. The TISA will follow the child. So if they leave Oakland Middle and go to Springs, um, they're not going to have that grade. But if they, in theory, that money would follow them. So it doesn't go to Rutherford County Schools. It would go to the Springs. And if they come back the next year, then the money would follow them back to the traditional public school but as as a county we don't have the cost of employing teachers and building a building and all of that kind of thing that is correct the they, they, they come in and they they buy or build or they buy and rehab so that upfront cost we we don't have that expense well uh you know i i think maybe you know there are obviously opinions Wide oh, absolutely. And every, I, look, I'm, I'm a First Amendment girl. I, I, everybody's welcome to their opinion. We may just agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. But we just went to the county commissioners for $160 million. We're going to go back for another $70 million for the heart, um, uh, the Beatty property. And we also, we're going to self-fund the Church Street property, which we're hoping to turn into an alternative school. But that's a lot of money. And we're, we know that the county is in debt and 80% of that is the school system. So to be a good steward of our money, everybody, we just need all hands on deck. And if you don't want to go to that school, then, you know, it, it's going to alleviate some room in the schools for other people to go there. And we've got plenty coming. Uh, uh, by that the estimate of seven uh 700 no i'm 7, sorry 7000 <laughs> I, I added too many zeros that's okay the, i do that often myself um the state also is in line with that number wow so we've got two people two different people that are not related that are telling us the same amount so it's a it's it's daunting because it is um it's a lot yeah it's a lot again 7000 yeah. more students in the next 3 years i just find that uh, amazing tammy sharp with us rutherford county school board chair uh there've been some really cool things happening as well and you want to talk about uh, a, a couple that really go along with the arts we've had uh, really great representation at the uh, athena triple uh, choir right yes um stewart's creek choir uh, it was so angelic and I, i'll just tell y'all most of my friends know i went to christ church for probably about 15 years and you know they they have a world renowned choir these young students they had most of the school board crying <laughs> before we left there they, they were just angelic and um people need to tune in for may the 11th the county commissioners meeting they're going to be making an appearance there so you will get to see the treat and everything and i do believe it was recorded so they'll probably have a fundraiser and sell that disc for people to it was incredible they had a french german and uh, english and spanish song and i probably left something out but they did at least four or five different language languages so mm-hmm. now what what is the athena triple choir maybe kind of get our bearings and and stewart's creek elementary was no. a our middle school no high school high school high school, high school. High school. okay that's right so, they were able to perform in this right yes uh, and they were special guests they were chosen over um uh, it was a statewide um 
professional development convention. Okay. So they were chosen, and we also had, I'm going to try to get this out, Blackman Middle Percussion Ensemble. They they were earlier in the day, and we didn't get to see them, but they said they, you know, locked their doors off. That's but, great. Um, yeah. Um, Stewart's Creek. So the choir uh, only has a piano, and they had strings accompanying them. So it's not a lot. I mean, it's, it's almost like an acapella, and they were incredible. Well, that's fun. They're and, incredible. And so uh, you can watch the next county commission meeting and, and see a piece of that. On All right. Very good. And I want to make sure we save some time here because uh, Jazz Fest is what? Next week? Next Next Saturday. Saturday yes. A week from tomorrow. Saturday, yes. A week from tomorrow. So we're still getting things together and everything because when um, Main Street decided that they weren't going to be able to do it, we didn't hear it about it until november of last year so it was right before thanksgiving and right before the christmas holidays so we didn't get to start on it until after january but i'm so fortunate we had so many people if i start naming them i'm gonna forget someone but we had so many people that have been involved with jazz fest previously that have come forward and everyone has volunteered their time we've got about 20 people that's on our volunteer team and they're they're helping us pull this together it's for the students we didn't have um the donations that we had hoped to have to have the second day like they normally did with the pros, but we do have a few pros that are going to come in on Saturday. Um, we'll have one headliner when we start, and then Vinny and the Hitman are going to start midday. And then First Fruits of Jazz Fusion is going to uh, uh, round out the night, and um, it's, it's going to be incredible. We've got about 13 or 14 uh, middle and high school bands. So there's uh and and I want to make sure we tell you too that it's at the Fountains at Gateway. It's at the Fountains at Gateway, and Scott Graby, who owns the Fountains, has donated that entire property. We would not have gotten the event off the ground if it not had been for him. Yeah, well, that's that's awesome. And there's going to be uh, a couple of stages: the main stage and middle school. We have stage? a main a main stage and a middle school stage. That's that's awesome. And so it looks like things started at about 10 and about 10 go to about 6 o'clock. About 6 o'clock. Everybody come early and get a good parking space. And um, all the merchants are going to be there for food and, and drink and everything. We're not going to have any food tents because they ask us not to. Um, it really makes it easier for us to concentrate on the music. But um, there's plenty of merchants there that have uh, beverages and food that people will be able to purchase. And the the big passion for you to work aside from your school board duties uh, to to make this happen this year is to allow these kids to have an opportunity like they had in the original Jazz Fest. Correct. And it was to continue that. And we felt like it was Katie Darby and Claire Maxwell and myself. And it wasn't really a school thing, but it wasn't really in our, you know, duties as on school board members. We just felt like we had to continue it because we thought that if it stopped and they had to resurrect it at some point, it would be harder mm. to get it started back up. Even if we downsized it and just had the one day, it would be easier to continue it. Well, and who knows what, what you can do in the next year and planning for the next one, hopefully. Yes, and we won't be behind the eighth ball, you know, getting the next one. And um, Scott Graby has told us that we can have probably another year there. I mean, we've heard live notes is supposed to come across the street, mm -hmm. and we were hoping that they were coming in. We're hearing now that that might be delayed, uh, but hopefully maybe not. 
because we we had already, I'd already started talking to them about uh, having some workshops with the, their entertainment that came in to come oh, to yeah. our school and everything. So I was already working and saying, <laughs> okay, we want to have the jazz fest there, and we want you to have the guest artists to come and do some workshops for our students. So, well, let's uh, reiterate: Jazz Fest uh, 2023 Jazz Fest at the Fountains at Gateway is going to be next Saturday, a week from tomorrow, ten to six, a uh, couple of stages, and uh, boy, our time's gotten away quickly. I know, it's so fast. Tammy, thanks for stopping in. Thank Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. Tammy Sharp joining us today on Rutherford Issues right here on News Radio WGNS. Have a good day, everybody.